Hello and welcome to the RP Geeks where we do Dungeons and Dragons and Science set in the sci-fi world of Braxigan 2. If you don't know, uh, oh, thank you. Yeah. <clears throat> we are uh, four science communicators. We like to play TTRPGs. We like to talk about the science that comes up in the games, but there will be no science today because... No science. No science. There might be a little bit. If, if you... <laughs> we'll see. But um, we've got bigger things on our mind because we have finally come to um the the two-part now finale of our what year and a year and a bit long campaign when did the first episode go down when That's did we start question. it was it it's was right after my birthday it was june like 10th 8, 2021 something like that oh, yeah. I'll, I'll get on the date for the first year and episode and a half. 2021 long campaign this has been Owls. this has been rp geeks first campaign um uh the longest the best the only uh it was June eleventh, twenty twenty one. There you go. Cool. Uh, that was the first amazing. episode. Amazing, and we've only done forty episodes. <laughs> well, no, we have done more. Than we 40 had the D and D brief. The D and D brief. and specials. Yes, and lots of specials. Yeah, lots of one shots. But for now, welcome to episode forty, part one, the finale, part one. Um, <laughs> do not fear. We will. We will sum up what's going on. But first off, we will. Introduce... Very confidently, <laughs> well, Ali will sum up some of what's going on, which we and you may or may not understand. First off, we'll just introduce ourselves. Uh, my name is Sharmini. I use mostly she, her pronouns. I'm a science video maker and I am playing Tenebris. Um, Tenebris is a drow, aberrant mind sorcerer. Um, she has been reunited with her former employer, who's now uh, mind controlling her. To, which seems fine, and I'm fine with that. Um, but fortunately, the former employer is super nice, lovely, and on the side of good, and is about to help save the world. Emily Bates lies. She's lying. Uh, hi, I'm Emily Bates. I do. I'm a science communicator. I use she/her pronouns, and I play Infinite Sky Six Thousand, serial number eight six nine one nine seven two six PMGB one five three zero ML. She is a Circle of Stars druid wood elf uh, in original D&D terms in our game. She is a terraforming druid. Uh, <laughs> she's wonderful. Um, she has met her potential old brother, um, who brother slash nemesis. We're not entirely sure. She's been having a lot of weird dreams throughout the campaign. And... Yeah. I think we're starting to get some insight into what maybe they were, and I'm scared for them. But uh, is there anything else? I think that's the main stuff you need to know. She's got screens all over her. She's great. Uh, Simon. Uh, hi, uh, I'm Simon, and I am playing Uriel. I, too, am a science communicator. Um, and Uriel is is not the character that we met at the start of the campaign. Uriel was a cybernetically enhanced human, which in D&D terms was a dwarf monk. Um, presently, Uriel, post um, an intervention by a Samsungurai, and then <laughs> by Infinity, uh, Uriel is now entirely cybernetic um, and, uh, well, has a brain inside. Uh, there's still that bit, um, right. but is uh, now an emotionless husk of a being um, who <laughs> is um, just, yeah. I want your emotions back. <laughs> well, I mean, this is this is the last chance that we're going to get to do to, to potentially do that. Um, quite where this is going to go, however, Ooh. is in the hands of our fate weaver, Ali Jennings. 
Hello. Uh, yeah, Yellow. I'm Ali Jennings. I do. Hello. I do. This is Goblin. Ali Jennings. <laughs> you want schemes? I've got schemes. <laughs> schemes. Yeah. Oh, loads of things. Oh, I've got open loads code. Of you want schemes? I've got Hello, financial schemes. schemes. I've got D and D schemes. Doing on papyrus, uh, and um, I yeah yeah. So I built this world, our, our world of Brexigan too, and some other worlds actually, which we never got to. Um, what? And then we could have gone to other worlds. <laughs> and then it's very expensive in this economy. Um, we can do we can do spin-offs. It's fine. Okay. I think spin-off is and... one of the possible outcomes of today. To be fair, <laughs> you'll be lucky. Um, and um, oh, what I wanted to say was. It has been so amazing oh, playing no. with such an incredibly <laughs> talented group of players. Oh, no. You're making like, me cry. <laughs> like, Don't you do this, are... Ali. You're trying to sabotage them. <laughs> I see what you're doing. <laughs> it doesn't work like, on Simon. <laughs> the characters are amazing. You're so funny. Like You gel so well. And it just makes my job so enjoyable. Anyway, but enough of that. Because it's time to weave some fate with the fate So, where were we? Well, our party are at the climax of their adventure, confronting the villain that they've been searching for and on the cusp of unravelling the mysteries behind their stories. So, how did we get here? Well, our party way back at the beginning of the campaign. Infinity, Uriel, and Tenebris first met by chance in the north of this planet, Brexigantu, in a mining colony called Vow 25D0. Infinity wanted to find out what had happened in a past that she couldn't remember. Uriel wanted to become one with his machine god. And Tenebris just wanted to find another job. Together, they accepted a quest to investigate smuggling in the local mine. And here they uncovered an ancient cave, deep underground, leading to a vast, glowing wall. There, they did battle with a group of smugglers who were attempting some ritual with the wall. And they had to flee when the smugglers unleashed a wall of fire into the cave. After making their way back to Val, the party hijacked a shuttle and then crash landed it farther <laughs> south in the Bunyawine Delta on the coast of the Central Seas. In the bayou. The bayou. They checked through the bayou in search of civilization and on the way, Infinity was contacted by the spirit of the forest itself, it seemed, who told her she must go into orbit to speak to the druidic satellites that help control Braxigantu's geomorphic nature. 
So, the party reached the city of Lansdowne Port, where they took a job that could get them into space if they protected the transport of a package through the town on festival day. They just managed to do so, despite the package itself trying to kill them, and made it into space to talk to the satellite. Here, the satellite told them that Braxigantu itself was in danger from something called the Cult of Fallen Angels. That the party should find this cult and stop it. At that exact moment, a powerful shockwave rippled out from Braxigantu, damaging the satellite and bringing the orbital shipyards of Martinsbane, Uriel's home, crashing into the centre of the great city of Gunker. So, Uriel, Infinity and Tenebris came to Gunker to search for the cult and to try and find out what had happened to Martin's Bay. To do so, they allied with a powerful elite named Sai Vavagi. All right! I'm sending, sending things to make me laugh. Uh, it made me laugh, and I was just trying to spread it. It was I was flicking through my notes. I was carrying on. I was being a good student, and then I got distracted because under the Varnosera fact here, it just says nipple play. Every single time I flick through my notes, Why the fact because, because the, I turned the, into the, a rat and I went into Obadiah's uh, shirt. I, I remember the nipples, nipples to make yeah, it turn a certain direction. And every time it just catches me off guard. I, I, we, we were doing really well. No, but he said, he, he wrote, once again, I have caught off guard by nipples. <laughs> <laughs> that absolutely broke me. <laughs> Sorry. We've all been there. <laughs> Right. Like, what, what's okay. Happening? Okay. It's, 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 it's Cypervagi. Boo. Boo. Can we do the rest of this like a pantomime? She's just trying to help. She's just trying. She's on your side. So to do so, oh, no, she is. isn't. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Ellie. Sorry. What I hate now. There's yeah. To do so, they allied with a powerful elite named Cypervagi. Who knows Tenebris, turns out, and had and agreed to help them on their quest. So, the party explored the Martins Bane crash site, heading deep into the fallen space station, and eventually finding the shattered body of a great celestial being, Uriel's god, Minerva. But a group of shadowy figures were extracting something from her head. The party fought them, but were too late to stop them. They managed to follow the trail to one of the great craft workshops in the city, and from there to the masked ball aboard the pleasure vessel, the Antares. Deep in the pleasure regions of the ship, they confronted a member of the cult but the encounter span out of control. Uriel died, Infinity ran away with his body, Tenebris was put under a powerful Gaius spell by their ally, Saib. Uriel's spirit came to the Shadowfell 
where it met a spirit in the shape of a robot almost identical to Infinity, who had a plan, it seemed, something to do with the ancient Titans. Meanwhile, Infinity fled to Martinsbane, Bane, where she brought Uriel back to life as a cyborg, but in doing so, seems to have erased his capacity to feel. Eventually, the party all reunited and at last deduced that things were coming to a head around the space elevator. I in the, the space elevator. Oh, Eventually, so cool. we got the spell elevator. Very good. So, they flew to the space elevator high in the sky above Gunker. Below them. <laughs> earthquakes and oh, flying beasts. Oh, Raps again to a part. The party delved into the base of the elevator and eventually found a huge room, in the centre of which was a gaunt man whose flesh had been stitched together. A stitched man who Tenebris had seen in the memories of people working with the cult. He was working on some sort of vast machine. He greeted Infinity as sister. Then behind them appeared Saib, intent on stopping the stitched man. The man flipped a switch, gravity reversed, and the party, Saib and the stitched man, fell to the ceiling, now the floor, in the centre of which was an old wooden chair in which sat the broken form of an infinite sky, hooked up to this great machine. Above you, rocks broke away from the ceiling, revealing a huge black spike attached to the machine, aimed at the heart of Gunker, towards which the space elevator is now falling. So, you three stand together. Fifteen feet from the centre of a circular space itself of 30 foot radius. So, 60 feet all the way across. You are 15 feet from the centre. In the exact centre is the chair in which the ravaged old infinite sky droid is hooked up to the machine. Next to the chair stands the stitched man, now drawn up to his full height, skeletal and tall, his eyes flickering a nauseating green. One of his hands rests on the robot in the chair. Behind you, on the edge of the circle, is Saib. Black clad, hair swept back, poised like a dancer. Around you, the walls layer backwards like the seats of a great and shadowed auditorium, filled with the sparkling lights and throbbing noise of machinery. Shimmering crystals, grow from the spaces. Now, everyone please, roll initiative. 
dice do I use? I just want to say good luck, everyone. We're all counting on you. See you on the other <laughs> side. Use... Oh. I'm going to use the dice from Simon's Wedding. Thank you very much, Longest Johns, for this new dice set. 19 <laughs> for me. Oh, wait, no, no, no. That's just the roll. Uh, I rolled a 19 as well. Uh, I got 22. I got a, a synthetic 20. Come on, Sean, you have to get a 19. Synthetic 20. Oh, 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 oh. <gasps> seventeen. <gasps> so I'm just gonna. Uh, uh, who's got the higher decks between infinity uh, and? Probably, I've got thirteen. Tenebris, what's your dexterity? Oh, um, sixteen. Yeah, so Tenebris okay. has. Oh, that's good, guys. That's that's. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Let's go. Let's go. Uriel. This is where Tenebris the Run the Jewels starts infinity. playing. Okay, that's good, that's good, that's good, that's good. Right, let's roll. Okay, so... Oh, I got a shiver. Oh. Frantically rereading my spells. All right. <laughs> Same as these. I have no bonus action spells. Interesting. You can do your, like, um, can you do your transfer for sorcery points and things as a bonus action? Um, never actually used that. Well, maybe. Oh, never had to stop a space day. elevator before, I'm yeah. guessing. I've got a couple of bonus action spells. Not many, though. So. Do you have that one? First up, Uriel. You stand 15 feet away from the tall, stitched figure of the stitched man. You see in their eyes what looks like religious ecstasy. You recognize it from your time serving the goddess that you loved. But now, that goddess is dead, and the man responsible stands before you what will you do and so the three of us are next to each other is that yeah, correct you are bunched up bunched up 15 feet away um okay now what i did last time was not stunning strike enough according to bates et al 2022 Don't about. <laughs> so i won't do that as my action uh i i feel like the first thing that I want to do is cast Hex on the Stitched Man. Um, Excellent. So Very nice starter. That no. means... You're real, I mean. <laughs> for for, for uh, players at home, uh, that means that whenever I um, deal any damage to the target, I deal an extra D6 necrotic damage. But also, I can choose an ability, and the target then has disadvantage on ability checks made with that ability. Um, so I think I'm going to choose Con, if that's all right, Ali. Mm. Excellent. Very good. Um, and then... Um, so that uh, that counts as an action, yes? It should say uh, what Hex is. Uh, what? Oh, that's a bonus action. Okay, great. So that sounds Seems right, I think. Yeah. So I can still take movement and action, correct? Yep, 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 yep. Okay, so I feel like gonna run up and punch him in the dick. 
Oh, right. Look at Simon That's... doing D and D. Yeah. <laughs> yes. He, he punched him in the dick. Outstanding move. <laughs> Great D and Ding. You've been studying your Matthew Mercer, I see. Um, Hit him in the dick. Uh, yeah. Cool. All right. Uh, so that is... roll an attack. <gasps> I can't. I can't do flurry of blows, can I? Because that is a bonus action. Um, yeah. So this is just a straight up attack roll. It's <laughs> that one. Longest Johns, you sold these dice to me. <laughs> Not sponsored. You, <laughs> you uh, reach into the scrap code that you know you can uh, access from this part of your brain, and you uh, reach out through the Wi-Fi signal, essentially the kind of broadcasting signals, and you uh, place different viruses around the body of this individual, and you catch them and carefully uh, disable part of their. Uh, internal network, the constitution part. With that done, you focus your mind. You leap forward, fist raised in the air, bring it down, and you whiff and entirely smash the floor and your knuckles really hurt. But because I'm a monk, I can attack twice instead of once when I take attack actions. I was furiously you Googling then, being can. like, I'm pretty sure he can. So <laughs> I'm gonna try and hit like... again. First one was a one, this one's a two. Are you joking? Oh my God. Simon, please don't just go up the numbers, okay? We will take hey, too long. By the end of the fight, I'll be great. Uh, so that was, we'll that's a then. nine with my modifier. Does that hit? He looks down to you. He looks down at you on the floor. He goes, is that it? You look up and go, not even close. You go for the dick and you miss again. You roll backwards on the floor. Come up fighting stance. Not my fault, he's got a small is dick. that it? Damn straight. Next. Uh, anything? Do you want to do any more movement? Uh, oh yes, because that was 15 feet of movement, wasn't it? Um, yeah. If I stay here, I can get an attack of opportunity should they try to move towards someone like Correct. Tenebris, so I will stay here. Alright. Tenebris. Hey. Um... Fuck him up! Fuck him up! <laughs> <laughs> I am going to... Uh, look at this scene and I know Daedalus Grain made this throne. I know it requires power to bring Funikai into this body from the Shadowfell. I presume that that might happen when we hit the ground? I don't know. Is it happening now? Maybe, maybe it's trying to get the energy of the planet. Sure. So, like, yeah. maybe that's what the spike is. I'm not sure. However, what I would like to do, you know, you've said there's, there's the chair. I saw it in Daedalus Gray's workshop. I'm seeing it again now. You see the, the sort of wires and everything. I would like to use my true strike cantrip, which uh, gives me insight into the target's defenses and on my next turn will give me an advantage on my first attack roll. Basically, what I'm trying to do is work out if there is a way that I can, um, like, dismantle a key piece of this invention. By using two strike. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> like, so I have, so true strike is an action. It's one of the worst card trips, but that's it's, a really good use it of it. It <laughs> will give me an advantage on my next attack on, yeah. on the throne, which I'm going to attack. And I would like to also ask you, like, DM, looking at it, is there anything I can look at to be like, oh, you know, I'll try attacking that. Okay, so um, so basically what you're... To do a, th a thorough investigation of the throne, right, of the, the chair, 
would be a, a, be an action. a full action. Yeah. Is that what you want to do? Or you're just trying to get just, like a using the cantrip? You're just trying to get a quick idea of what it is. Um, does the cantrip tell you, or is it just a the cat? No, the cantrip mechanically just gives you advantage. Oh, okay. It gives you a brief insight into its defenses. Yeah. Um, okay, you know what? Then in that case, fine. I won't. I won't cast tree strike. I will. I will investigate the chair as an action. Um, I'm, I'm happy to give you. I'm happy to give you an advantage on an investigation roll if you want to use the cantrip. The um, cantrip's an action as well, so I can't do both. Okay, um, so you will investigate, and I will say because will because you use true strike to do it, hmm. we'll we'll say that there's advantage on that investigation roll. Okay. Um, and the closer you are, the lower the DC will be. So do you want to go up to it yeah. and do it? Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm, yeah, basically, I'm sort of cautiously approaching. I'm trying to kind of maybe keep the chair between me and the stitch man. I'm very aware that he's there, but I need to see what's going on with this chair. Can I roll investigation? Yeah, roll it with advantage. Okay, okay. Okay. 15. Okay, with a 15. Um, you ghost your way um, past Uriel, who's locked in fighting stance uh, with the Stitched Man. Um, the Stitched Man's eyes follow you as you go. Um, as you reach the side, you can see a kind of a slight tremble in the corner of his eye. Clearly, this chair setup is, is very important. Um, examining it, um, you, what you can see is that all of the different cables are entering into this broken and uh, rusted infinite sky robot. So that's something that you, you saw already. In terms of how you might break it, um, there is one very, very large cable coming out of the back of the robot. The, the rest of them are uh, smaller sort of individual cables that seem to definitely have effect, but are not as near, nearly as kind of integral to the whole setup as this one cable. Um, it seems to you that if you were to target that specific cable, you might be able to have more of a more impact on the on the structure. Mm -hmm. Is that the sort of thing you're after? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's exactly what I wanted. Yeah, um, I will. I mean, I think it's pretty obvious but i will telepathically uh reach out to Cybe mm -hmm. and say mistress i think i can i think i can destroy the chair just to kind of get her approval on that um you hear back in your head good good tenebris um I'm super happy <laughs> she's pleased with me <laughs> Um, we move to infinity. Okie dokie. I am... <laughs> what do you think? I'm waiting <laughs> for the word. Oh, no, go you're not going to get that. Oh! No, no uh, you're not going to get that. Um, I'm going to... <laughs> sorry. Bonus action. I'm going to cast... Well, I'm going to use one of my wild shapes to go into my archer starry form. So all the stars start to swell. Um, and then on activation, I can 
chuck a bolt of radiant and I will throw it at. So it's just a bonus action to cast the. Yeah, so, once, uh, so on activation and as a bonus action on future turns, I can do it. Um, but it's not um, a spell. Can I just it's check? A, is this, it's not a spell, it's a. Great, it's an action, not yeah. a spell. Okay, good. Bonus action, not, but yeah. yeah. Sorry. Um, a, a thing, not a spell, <laughs> if that makes sense. Mm. And uh, so, yeah, I will, and I will throw a bolt of radiant damage at the Stitch Man. Uh, excellent roll attack. I got a natural one. <laughs> Why are me and Simon getting Beam. the same dice rolls? <laughs> okay, we know a what you're going to get next white time. White knight. That's a two. So. Blast out from your chest, momentarily um, illuminating this room of oh, full of strange and wondrous machinery. It carves up, and you can see it hits the top, the ceiling, carving into it for a second, um, and and misses the target. Yeah. Um, the stitch man flicks eyes, flick towards you, a slight smirk on the side of their face. Uh, I'm going to use my movement to go up to the chair. Okay. And I'm going to just try and cut. I, I don't. I just helped Nebris and just try and cut down uh, some of the wires and things feeding into the infinite sky. With uh, my moon okay. sickle. <gasps> the moon sickle! We've not seen it for a while. I've <laughs> always had it. It's doing things. It's just I've never actually like swung with it. So the. the um... So Tenebris has not communicated with you. I did not. I, t I only told Sai because she's my fave. So I told her. Sorry. I'm going to um, help her. I'm going to help Tenebris. Great. So make uh, an attack on the chair. Oh, that's, that's uh, 15. <laughs> Finally! <laughs> not the same. There we go. Uh, is, that, is that plus everything? That's plus everything. It's a chair. Oh, great. <laughs> it is a chair. <laughs> um, okay, and uh, that hits. Roll damage. Yeah. Let's go. It's not a lot. Oh no, it's one d four, not two d four. And this one, three plus two, five. It's pretty good. Yes, it all counts. Excellent. <laughs> uh, you scythe through um, one uh, of the cables attached to this chair. It gas starts out of the end of it. Flails around. Um, be bad. And I just, I just want uh, to look, not do any like investigate or anything. Just want to look at the infinite sky body because it's the first one I've seen in years. Uh, okay. Um, yeah. So you look at it. It's uncanny. You can see in the shaping of its bone structure, as it were, like its metallic bone structure, it's exactly the same as you. But it's so degraded. And you, you don't understand how it could even have become so messed up. Um, Right, at this point, at the end of all your turn, can everybody roll me a perception check? Come on, yes, don't be yes, a three. I can. Come on. Jesus um, Christ. Why am I not rolling well? 14. Is 15. It, still the night? Uh, it is dark in here, yes. 18. Okay. Um, you. Uh, or notice nothing. Um, yeah. Oh, great! That means there's nothing wrong. Really glad I've got that plus nine exception. Isn't that useful? Coming in, coming in real handy. Dice. You're concentrated so hard on these battle tactics, these maneuvers that um, you don't 
don't look around to, to examine your surroundings. At this point, uh, the stitched man. <laughs> snaps their fingers. No. Now, in this instant, you suddenly, and you don't know why, the following things immediately happen. First of all, you hear a great surge in power from around. You hear power seems to crackle um, through uh, the floor into the stitched man's feet, and then boom, in less time than you can perceive, the following things happen. First of all, the stitched man appears, boom, 10, uh, ten feet behind the chair. Oh, we're next. Uh, sorry, five feet, five feet behind the chair. The second thing that happens is um, something, you feel something invisible force you backwards come between you all and the chair. Um, now let me just check what happens here. Excellent. Um, the next thing that happens is you see um, around uh, the body of the stitched man, the air itself seems to start to crystallize. Ice crystals um, start to condense out of the air and he himself becomes covered with a thin sheen of ice. Um, the intense cold around it seems to um, make the air itself uh, almost sort of almost shatter in a way. It's happened so quickly that the air, that the liquid in the air freezes and then sort of shatters around. The second thing, uh, the, sorry, the, that's the third thing. The fourth thing that happens is suddenly where there was one, oh, there fuck are no. now four. I know what this is, okay. Standing just behind this chair. Come on, dance move. Dance, um, dance. <laughs> Can we please get a dance from all of them together, please? And finally, they reach out their hand. They take um, the tube that you, uh, Infinity, had severed from the body um, of the infinite sky robot and the moment this is happening all, all basically happening at once um they hold it out towards the three of you um and side behind them and they say <laughs> calm down chill out <laughs> a cone of freezing gas as they uh sort of like igniting the gas but essentially what they're doing is they're making it incredibly cold and all around you you feel 
the incredible uh, sub-zero temperatures um, shoot out around you and you all need to make a constitution saving throw. I'm not trusting this dice anymore, but I'm going to give it one last shot. Ah, damn it. Natural 20. This dice is having a day. Uh, So 22 for me. Uh, Con, that's 12 for me. Eight. Okay, so um, you all, with the exception of Infinity, take... Just give me one second. Time to use some I'm healing about spells. This. I'm worried about this. <laughs> I'm worried. Me too. Check one I'm concerned by how many dice Ali appears to be rolling. It might just be taking a long time. Uh, so, uh, Uriel and Tenebris, you both take 35 points of cold damage. Ouch. <laughs> too many. Too many. Infinity, you take 17 points of cold damage. And we all went into this fully healed, is that correct? For the benefit of viewers at home. You're all at your peak. So I'm just going to show people's Uh, HP. Not anymore. Cycling through. Okay. Ow, that was a lot of damage. This is not going to fall. So. Um, with that, can I ask, is, uh, how, how is everybody looking? Does anybody look really, really messed up? I'm more or less than half. I'm less than half. Okay, but no one's, no one's looking, like, deeply, deeply. All right, fine, great. Not physically damaged, which... emotionally, yes. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not great. In which case... <laughs> um, no, I mean, I'm on death's door. Ali, yeah. I have, like, barely Everyone's anything Everyone's about left. to die. Um, yeah, we have to be nice to us now. <laughs> Does, does, are they doing something else? Is the stitch man doing something oh, else? Oh yeah, I think so. Yeah. Rook because... to action no, 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 no. epsilon no, that's at this it. point. That's, oh, okay, that's, that's it. it. Okay. That's it. Um, so, Scythe. Uh, Woo, come on Scythe! I've been, always <laughs> believed in you! <laughs> Best friend Sibe. <laughs> well say children, allow me to show you. Um and concentrates, pulls down her horns over her eyes, and um you start to feel uh the presence of some sort of like strange sonic interference going on and it's moving around and around the room and you aren't in the center of it but you can see that the epicenter is focused on um the stitched man see unleashes some form of psychic uh interference of the stitch man and you can see for a second he bows ducks holds his head <laughs> not today and that's it oh yeah and then side turns hey hey tenebris you must 
do the work for both of us. I believe in you. No. And with that, she gives you yeah. an inspiration dice. Oh. I've always liked you, side. And that is a d12. Oh, like a bard. Oh. Cool. She's a bard. That's an evil bard. Yeah. I thought she'd be a sorcerer too. Fun. Love that. That's evil. And with that, we come to uh, the end of the round. And before we start the second round, I just want to to invite everybody to make another perception. Yes, yes, yes. Twice per round, I do, I do, I do. I rolled a two. Eleven. Uh, <laughs> I rolled a three. It's a ten. Dice are not being used anymore. I'm sorry. They're too unpredictable. You rolled a ten. Well, um, you are all. Ali really wants us to see something. <laughs> that all DC aware that you are um, falling towards the surface of the planet. Yeah, yeah. Oh um, yeah. That's that <laughs> um, occasionally you, you see. A, a satellite rips off um, the glass wall in front of you, the obsidian spine that is nailing towards the centre of Gunka, evil and long and thin and spiny. Um, and um, rocks zooming past. Um, Tenebris and Infinity, you are far too concentrated on what you are trying to do or what's just happened to see it. Uriel, you too are concentrating, but you get the sense that something is different about Gunker, but you don't quite upside down. pick up on it. <laughs> I'm not standing on it anymore. Excellent. And with that, next round, Uriel, what are you going to do? Right. Can I just, can I um, get a clarification on the funny Kai slash chair situation? Mm-hmm. Like, yes. Is that being counted as a single object? Um, I was going yeah. for the chair, not the uh, not the yeah, robot same. body. Yeah. Uh, essentially, essentially, yes. I mean, okay. Yeah. Right. So, um, unless you, uh, just to be clear, Tenebris does know some stuff, which I will don't. change that, but you don't know that. Right. I, three or four episodes ago now, had one of my fingers removed. We all had our fingers removed. And it was replaced with what was... I think we decided it was basically a missile. Like, something was going to fly out. And it had two potential uses. It can either do physical and push damage. So, force damage. Or you can expend charges on this ring to try and break an object that you can see within 60 feet. So... That has up to three charges. Well, has, sorry, it has three charges. Little bat really? And the ring makes a strength check with a plus five bonus for each charge you spend when trying to break an object. So I think I want to spend all three charges and try and destroy the chair that Funny Kai is atop. Brilliant. So, so an exact. So does it? And it does damage. Is that correct? It just says uh, you can expend once three of the ring's charges as an action to try and break an object you can see within sixty feet that isn't being worn or carried. The ring makes a strength check with a plus five bonus for each charge you spend. That's the entire description. The ring makes a strength. Oh, I see. So, so yeah. Sh- so Ali, you need to set a DC for the chair breaking. Break the entire chair. Yeah. 
They're basically firing uh, my finger. Yes. Yeah. Okay. What, what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna. I'm. I basically. I'm. Go, I'm gonna flip that a little bit. What I'm gonna say is that there's gonna be. I'm gonna set different DCs for different amounts of damage that you can do to the chair. Okay. Um. So, we'll, basically, what we'll say is, um, ten. You do uh, five points of damage. Fifteen. You're gonna do seven point five. Um, Twenty. So seven, basically. Twenty. You're gonna do ten. Uh, ten. Is that how we want to do this? No, no, it's a powerful ring. No, okay. Really powerful ring. So, uh, DC 10, 5. DC 15, 10. Um, DC 20, 15. DC 25, 20, and onwards. Okay. So, your DC minus whatever you roll minus 5, basically. Well, it's, it's plus 5 bonus for each charge that I spend. If I spend all 3. And you're spending them all. Yeah, I think I would just want to spend yeah. them all to so get plus 3. So, yeah, I roll. 20. <laughs> So I roll. It's plus fifteen, and I also don't add my modifier to it, presumably because it's the ring. No, so you could get up to you could get thirty-five and deal thirty points of damage if you do it. Come on, baby, longest yeah. Johns, don't fail me now. Do it. Kill the chair. Uh, I got a nine on the dice. Oh. <laughs> nine on the dice. So that's, that's twenty-four. Twenty-four. So twenty-four is good. So that means that you're going to do nineteen points of damage. So <laughs> fire. <laughs> um, a shockwave emanates in your finger, pushing you back, Yuri, or knocking you to the floor. Um, and um, ripples out through the air um, and smashing the tiles on the floor as it goes ripping up and it tears one of the arms off the infinite sky droid, pulling out all of the cables attached to it in one go. Um, and then rips past and ripples down the rest of the room. Um, excellent. So, that is 19 points of damage. And that's my action. Um, I don't think I can... Anything else is a bonus action, because I haven't attacked, so I can't follow up with anything else. Um, unless someone else who's very familiar with monks wants to tell me otherwise, I think that is my turn. Uh... Yeah, because you didn't attack with your yeah, fists, so, so you can't yeah, use... Yeah, it doesn't just, count as the attack action. You can, you can move, yeah. if you want. Uh, so, uh, can you... Um, so, has the has the Stitch Man got, like... Oh, there are four of them. Shit, the bed. Um, are they... They've all moved back 15 feet now? Or is it five feet? Um, sorry. sorry I, uh, yeah, so they're five feet behind the chair. Um, they're holograms, aren't they? Probably, but they can probably do yeah, damage. Because um, mm -hmm. the the anime characters could damage us before. I would, yeah. I oh, it could be similar. Yeah, you're right. So I could just be exposing myself to a world of hurt if I try to. We've got to work out what they're doing. So. Um... Are you saying I should I should be the sacrificial victim and just? Well, going I'm saying up? you've got you've got a bit of your turn left, and we shouldn't be wasting bits of our turn at the moment. Okay, so I will go. Can I? How close together are the four Stitch Men? They are um, all standing in a little kind of group, like a barbershop quartet, separated kind of. by about five feet. <laughs> yeah, well, one of them standing in front. Of the As they appear, line. hello, 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 hello. <laughs> Gross. Um. Kill them quickly. <laughs> yeah, infinity. <laughs> Sudden rage. I hate that seventh. Um, yeah, so I'll go. I'll move then between two of them to try and like tag them. 
But if they want to move away, then I can get an attack of opportunity on both. That's the intent. You move forward, but you can't. Something is stopping you. As you try to move towards them, you push against something you cannot see that is stopping you from getting any closer to the chair or to the stitched man. But your ring went through it, so... Yeah. It's just a physical barrier. Maybe spells and stuff can go through. A misty okay. step through, potentially. Mm. Okay, uh, but that, that is, I believe, everything that I can do. All right, Tenebris. Um, there is a there is a barrier in the way, but would you say that beyond the barrier there is, say, an unoccupied space that I can see within range? Well, you can't... Whatever this thing is that stopped you from moving, you can't see it. Yeah, so I can, um, I can, basically, I can... Yeah, yeah, I, okay, I'll... I'll, I'll right. Tenebris is um, going to yeah, take a step forward towards this barrier and and look at the four stitched men and say, my friends and I, we are many. And I'm going to concentrate on an area inside, like beyond the barrier in front of the chair. And I'm going to concentrate and um, uh, if you'll permit, a form starts to coalesce out of nothing, just like appearing, becoming more and more opaque, um, becoming darker and darker. It ends up, it looks like Tenebris. It is the same shape. Um, but with like claws, snagger tenebris, sharp edges, <laughs> and it's sort of like it sort of almost looks like it's made of gloop. It has like fuzzy edges. Um, I'm casting summon aberration. Ooh, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a spicy meatball. Absolutely, spicy. <laughs> and I would like to say to the aberration who goes so that that is that's a concentration spell i should know so i could mm -hmm. drop it um it that was my action that goes on my turn it goes immediately after my turn i would like to say to it um cut the large cable and i will say that so that everyone else can hear as well and how does it function does it roll initiative no it goes immediately after my turn Okay. Um, and obeys um, my verbal commands, so I have to tell it what to do. All right. Um, so you summon this. So all of you, you're watching this. So it's, first thing, Tenebris, you move up to touch, and you reach out, and you can feel this strange, invisible wall between you and the chair. So you reach out, you summon the power of the colony, and they begin to coalesce and form this strange, almost like the lines, where we see the lines on people's faces, they're slightly blurred, as though this has been made by someone who's using Play-Doh, and it's slightly bit modified and a bit shapeless. And this sort of figure stands a little hunched, and the claws come out, it seems to hear something in its mind and it steps forward, reaching towards uh, 
this large power cable coming out of the back of um, the infinite sky in the chair. Uh, do you roll an attack? What's is this? What does it do? Yes, it's going to uh, multi-attack a number of attacks equal to half this spell's level rounded down. So it's got two attacks and it's got claws. Um, it's my spell attack modifier to hit, which is five. This sounds um, more like a run-on sentence than a claws. It has to be. This is a melee attack. It has to be right next to it. Can only do one target. It's fifteen to hit. Fifteen to hit. So, and you're and you're aiming for the power cable. Yeah, the big one. That misses. Oh no! You swipe out. Although you can see that the claws hit the cable. They ricochet off this armoured hide. You can see that maybe this part of the of the machine has been built to withstand a lot of force. How how damaged is the chair looking? Uh, the chair looks you've a sort of surface level of damage. You've not you've not really kind of hit home yet, but it is showing some wear and tear. I'm going to try the second multi attack again. Same on the, on the great. Natural twenty. Oh yes, yes let's yes, go. Yes, yes, yes. Aberration twenty-five. Ooh. That Ooh. will hit. Yeah, evil snibris. Uh, yes. Um, it's not tons, but let's see. Uh, oh, not bad. Thirteen points of slashing damage. Is that doubled? Oh, um, sorry, no, that's not double dice. So 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19 points of slashing damage, thank you. 19 points of slashing damage. Um, with the second strike, um, this strange malformed tenebris, you, you, the eyes, it's the strangest thing, as they, you can see that this creature is looking in the right general direction, but they're not quite looking at what they're targeting, and you can see that actually the eyes are just the idea of eyes, painted on a flat, peeled piece of skin. And yet, it reaches up, grabs hold of this power cable. The claws come out, and it... Sparks fly. Um, And 19 points of damage was that. Um, How's the chair looking now? You can see that (laughs) the power cable (laughs) itself looks... Looks bad. What well, looks hurt? Looks definitely hurt. Um, and I am just so I've said it. That is the end of my turn. But I am going to turn back my focus back to um, the stitched men, and I'm basically waiting for one of them to look like they're going to do something horrible again. Okay. Great. Um, with that, infinity. We come oh. to you. Are Snebris and Uriel near me? We all get pushed back. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, we you get are pushed all back standing just. Yeah, 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 you're all standing within five feet of each other. I am going to sorry, Uriel, and cast cure wounds on Snebris at third level. Um, well, no, it wouldn't be, would it? Yes. So yes, uh, definitely do that. My God, that's uh, so ill. So the three, three, eight. Where I've already I died three? once. I can't go back. <laughs> You've already died, like, you know, you've done it. Okay, that's good. 10, 15, 20, and I get an extra d4 because of the moon pickle. It'd be really awkward if I go back and that dude's just there, like, so, that went well, didn't it? 23 points 
23. Did you call it the moon amazing. pickle? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, I feel so good. I feel so right. good. Tenebris, are you okay? Oh, now what I am. It, what does that look uh, like? What does that What does that look like in Finnish? It's a good question. I mean, we've said it before. It's the nanites, isn't it? So I think she sort of mm. doesn't quite touch, but like hovers her hand above uh, Tenebris, and these you just see these sort of like it almost looks like a gas, like just going and going through Tenebris's pores and going inside and being like, I'll help you, don't worry, fixing all the stuff. Um, and then I'm gonna try and uh, throw one of my motes of light at the giant cable that Tenebris told us to hit. So this time, that's a 24 to hit. So th this is your- uh, My starry This form. is your guiding bolt. Yeah. Uh, no, it's okay. my starry form. So this is my little like mini, mini bit of light, not my big woof. But it's, okay. yeah, Thanks. again, not a spell, one of my... Uh, yeah, that's 13 oh, points of damage. 13 points of damage. Um, you reach out and uh, the power cable itself is almost torn off the back of this... Uh, this infinite sky um, and you see as that happens in front of you flicker 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 flicker, flicker um, like m uh, rage uh, coming over the features of the stitched man in front of you as you deal um, this hefty damage over the three of you um, under my to the power not cable. breath I guess but under my robot voice <laughs> very quietly hand over to Nebris throwing a thing at the at the cable but looking at the robot i'll just say i'll save you and then that's that i'll save you who's she talking to you don't know just trying to freak um, out Charmony. this is my favorite thing <laughs> as you um as you cast this and you see the flicker of rage across um the stitch man's face you hear him scream at you. Where did you learn these powers, sister? I promise you, we've never seen this before. Um, oh, shit. <laughs> you may be pissed him off. And then... Um, yeah. Now, just give me one second. Let me just get the, uh, the kill dice out of the box. This stream is brought to you by excessive damage, um, but still somehow not enough damage. That's quite a good uh, name for a, a something, I don't know what. Excessive, excessive damage. damage. A band mm. or, Maybe no. we could do a little spin-off called Excessive Damage. Okay. Um, what, what would we talk about on excessive damage? I think it would have to be talking about like mechanics of D and D. So maybe oh, that could like be power combos. Like, How could you do the most damage oh, possible? Oh yeah, like we could start and like. Yeah, and then work out how that could be feasible in real life. You Somebody know, did that for Warhammer. There is, there is a thing where it's like, it's like, right, how many dice can I possibly roll all at once? And someone was like, it's possible to roll like 240 attack dice for one We could unit. do like things where we we like do little experiments with with dice or something. Like how many rolls does it take for us to get like 100 nat stats, 20s stats, or something? Stats. Yeah, maybe that. Oh, I like stats, this. Stats, okay, stats, yeah. we'll, we'll talk about that. Um, okay. And that battle uh, regular program. No, we do it in real life. You can see, uh, you can see uh, the stitched man 
cursing under their breath like they're starting to look agitated proper agitated and um, you've seen thinking what, what? <sighs> oh well the old ways are the best ways and then um they take the severed cables they oh. turn them up and then counter spell <gasps> counter spell Oh, right. I have been. I have been. I have seen. I have seen them. I've never used Casper before in my life. I've seen <laughs> them past. I know that they can. You can control things. My friends are there, all over them. I'm gonna try and counter spell. Come on. Ali is furiously looking at rules. Uh, yeah, yeah. Counter spell is complicated. complicated. Um, is the spell a fourth level or higher? Uh, so yeah, that is. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I've got it written down. I wrote it all down. Okay. I'm good for it. I have um, to make. Yeah, so you need to roll a, me a charisma uh, check. Yeah, using your spellcasting ability. Okay, and I don't is know that what versus, level. Is that versus you? Versus is the DC the spell is 10, level. 10 plus the spell's level. Okay, okay. So you need to roll a 12. No, you need Do to I? roll a 7. 7 or above, right? Because it's your well, spellcasting ability what... is, is plus 5 for your charisma, correct? Oh, I see what you mean. Uh, so. Yes, well, it depends what level the spell is. What? Yeah, what level is the spell? Oh, sorry, no, no, no. I've got that wrong. Yes, no. Yeah. Okay, you don't have to roll sense. that. I know what you have to roll now. I'll higher than yeah. that. Do it. Do it. Yeah, you, you definitely. Have to, yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, you I was going to say. Shut up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank so, you. do you want you want me to tell you the total, not just what's on the die, right? Yeah. I I can tell you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me the total. Okay. Oh, uh, sixteen. Okay. Um. You. If it meets it. It beats it. You reach out with the colony. Um, and uh, they creep underneath through the sides, the invisible parts of this field, and they reach out. And as you see the flicker of force um, coming from um, it seems to be inside the body of the stitched man. They reach in and they quench it. And then as this incredibly cold jet of gas, it and fizzles. No! Yes! Um, to never stitched man. Yes. Really good. Really good about this um, fight. Swivel on it, stitch man! <laughs> Suck it! Um, so... I don't approve of this. Uh, <laughs> it's like, oh no no no! Oh no no! Tenebris is doing something, and yeah, Euro and Infinity are just like, yeah, fuck yeah, you! Stop my dick! <laughs> um, so we come to wrestling like games where you have the taunts where you could just press. Oh, I'm, no, I'm now imagining this is a WWE match. Cyber Vargas is going to come yeah. in with a chair. It's like <laughs> back of the head. We've already got the chair. Back off! That's Cyber Vargas music. <laughs> Saib <laughs> uh, now enters. She moves yeah. towards you, Uriel, from the back. Um, she and she moves in with incredible grace, flowing across the room, across the floor. Um, she reaches out, and you don't even realise these sheets there until suddenly, a hand takes yours, Uriel, soft and yet strong. She grasps it, says, hold still. You disappear and you reappear inside. 
I take everything I said. Don't she's the fail best. me. Fail. And, also, we say yeah. <laughs> And you uh, appear in right next to. Um, you know, it's important when he moves away from the microphone. Okay. All right. Okay. He's doing stuff with drawing pins here. Um, and then she will say, she will take you behind the head, look you in the eyes, and say, you know, you make a good robot. And you can take uh, an inspiration dice as well. Nice. Can for the, for the benefit of viewers at home, what does that mechanically do? <laughs> oh, for the benefit of viewers at home. Of yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's soon. It gives to you. It gives you can add it to any. Why doesn't Simon? Check. Why doesn't Simon say? You know. Why doesn't? Well, no, because I asked the question. It'd be rhetorical if I asked and yeah, answered it sure, myself. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. You can. You can add it to any ability check. Well, I'm. I'm not 100 sure. I think it's any ability check, but not um hit. You not hit. I think it's to attack hit. rolls. Let me check. And is it a d6? Sure what what type of I'm dice is it? D12. I'm pretty sure it's. I think. I think inspiration is literally any roll with a d20. It's most it of might them, be. yeah. I think, I think, because it it's, be. I've, guidance is only ability checks. So I can't give you guidance for things. Ability check, attack roll, or saving throw. Yes. Yes. So I can add a d12 to that. Yes. Huge. Huge. Any of those. Huge. Things. And Huge. on that, so we're just going to do one more thing, and then we're going to take a quick break, right? But here's what we're going to do. Before the next round begins... I want everybody to roll a perception check. Come on! Notice something, you dullard! Um, yes, okay, 22. 14. 22. Nine. Oh, God, it wasn't no, even that good a roll. Still. So. City's upside down. I'm calling Why it. Why am I drinking more water? Uh, um, Tenebris. Um, the sight of the lady within this sphere has knocked you off balance. Um, you feel, you all you could do is focus on her. Uriel, your instant movement within this, uh, past this barrier, um, Sorry. means that you uh, are still concentrated on the, on the fight in front of you. Infinity, for a second, you zone out and you look up above you where there was fog covering the center part of Gunka which has come closer and closer the fog has burnt away a white light a great beacon it seems glows from under the city streets under the earth itself a great white uh, luminescence and silhouetted against that a million tiny shapes a swarm of something flying towards the space elevator as it comes crashing towards the planet you just have a moment to see the curvature of Braxigantu before you spin spiraling in and there's a slight turn on the space elevator now as it starts to whip and whip and whip plummeting towards Gunker uh, on the surface of Braxigantu and we are now 
12 seconds into combat, if you can believe it. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> and so we come to Uriel. So I have just been what teleported. Uh, you are holding the hand of Saib Favagi, teleported Aww. right next to the four images uh, of the Stitched Man. Now, if I am yeah. reading my abilities correctly, I can, first of all, attack. Second of all, do stun Stunning Strike, and then spend a key point to do uh, Burning Hands. I believe so, I I'm allowed to do all three of those things. Stunning Strike yep. isn't an action of any form. It just goes along with an attack. You just have to spend a key point. Yeah. Um, and then the... Uh, oh, gosh. Where am I looking for? Uh, D&D Beyond? Uh, where is Searing Arc Strike? Yes, yeah, so Searing Arc Strike is a bonus action. But if... So does that mean you get you get two punchy punch? I get two punchy punches, yeah, and then okay. I can do Searing Arc. Nice. Um, That's correct, yeah. So, and you can, if you if you call stunning strike before for both of them, you can do stunning strike on both. Do you have to call it? I didn't think you did. I think you can call it after you hit. <clears throat> Let me check. Because otherwise you're just wasting key points if you miss. They precious. Not. I think uh, that's right. I'm yeah, because sure it's, it's when you hit with, you can spend a key point. All right. I think it's declared afterwards. Monks, jeez. Monks. All right, monks, monks, this. monks. Don't roll monks, a three. Monks, monks, Come monks. on, Simon. Hey, hey, we're the monks. <laughs> <laughs> We're just us uh, monking around. <laughs> Punches you repeatedly. I before I was saying that. <laughs> okay, right, here we go. Rolling the first attack dice on the nearest one. That is uh, with my unarmed thing. That's a 25 to hit. Hmm. Now, roll me a d20. Yeah. Uh, with, with pleasure. Come on. A 10. Oh, no, wait. I take it back. I roll the d20. Apologies. Oh, this is, right. um... Is it mirror image? Oh, right. Like in Pokemon. You. Might not be. <laughs> Might be something else. And... <laughs> but that's you gone. straight through thin air. Yes. Okay. 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 It's fine. It's gone. And it's gone. flickers. And... <laughs> the image disappears. Right. Not this time, my friend. <laughs> the three okay. images of the gaunt, stitched man stand in front of you. So I can attack another one. Try again. Yes. Oh, no. Right. Oh, let's go. Let's go. That is a, uh, a 14 to hit. Can I spend my... Uh, do I have to declare that I spend the inspiration dice before I, know, I roll? You can do it whenever. You can do yeah, it can as do long it as they haven't announced the result of the attack, I think. Okay, right. Uh, oh, gosh. Is that really the best time to do this? Is the, well, if I can stun them, I feel like it's a, a, a good opportunity to limit harm. The only thing is if you're spending your inspiration dice and it's not one of the real, it's not the real one. Yeah, that is true. Um, but it gets rid of one, which is huge. But, yeah. Because uh, Saib's in here as well, so she can target one. Um, I always do this in video games, or games generally. I always hoard things and then never end up using them. So yeah. I feel like this is probably a good... I'm going to use it. She I'm can gonna... give it to you again if she wants to. <laughs> any, any day. Um, so D12. Right, okay. So I'm going to roll a D12. I got a two. So that's a. So, uh, what did I say? So that's a nine. That's sixteen. A sixteen. All right. You. The left hand comes out straight through the heart of another ephemeral image, and it's gone. 
Okay. Now there are simply two figures remaining. It's the Chuckle Brothers. What now, friend? What now? So that's my action. Uh, again, I don't think I can do anything as my bonus action because... Oh, no, 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 I have cast... I have used the attack action, so I can still do Radiant Sun... Um, not Radiant Sun, but um, Burning Hands. Um, so that is... Or Flurry of Blows, whichever one you want, really. Oh, yes. I could spend two key points to make two unarmed strikes as a bonus action. Yes, that is going to be better to actually try and stun them. So, yes, I'll spend a key point. So you're not going to do your arc hands? No, I think I'd rather narrow down possible targets. So I'm going to spend a key point, And I'm going to cast fl uh, use Flurry of Blows. Um, and that is my bonus action. So uh, the first of those extra rolls to hit. Just us monking around. That is a <laughs> synthetic 20. And then on your third strike, crack, you hit flesh. Hello, what? sunshine. Um, yeah. And now I'm going to um, spend another key point to um, use stunning strike. Yeah. So that okay. is, is, is it one so or is it two key points actually? Uh, Whatever it is. I just, just need to navigate. I do find D and D Beyond a little complex to use sometimes. Yeah. I will say, um, stunning strike is one key point. Yes, and so that's a con saving throw, please. DC fourteen with disadvantage. Yeah, um, I'm also going to use my cosmic omen to take a D six off of it. Not looking good. Do you roll uh, the well, d6 or do I roll the d6? You roll the d6. Minus three. Well, that's a minus two. So, uh, you connect. You reach up. You find uh, the key points, as it were, um, <laughs> within their body. The musculature, the nerve ganglia. And then you reach in. You hit the heart. And I do damage as well. How much? I do nine points of damage. Get him. And then I can attack uh, again. So you hit them. You do that damage. Um, but you feel like you've not you've not done as much as you were expecting to. You've hit a lot of people in your life. Normally, when you hit them like that, you know, it hurts them. But for some reason, okay. they seem to just take it. Your knuckles hurt after the impact. Okay. All right. So uh, don't get ever... the second attack. With advantage, because they're stunned. Oh, of course. Yeah, you get the second attack. So yeah. now you're With advantage, because yeah, yeah. they're stunned. With advantage. So that is an 18 to hit. Uh, yep, that hits. Then... Oh, no, wait, 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 wait. Um, hang on a second. Let me just check something. Mm, yep, 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 wait, 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 wait. Yep, that hits. You hit again. And that one does uh, five points of damage. Well, I have rolled five points of damage. Excellent. Again, um, crack, you catch them uh, as you kneel down to hit them in the, in the hip. And you try and catch the hip in the place that you know will deal that damage. But it seems to glance off some sort of like strange malformation of the flesh. Uh, what a turn. 
Wow. Well, I literally just went down the line of them and I was like, da, 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 So I found the actual one. So and is there only one in the heart. Or is it? No, there are still two. There's still, still. There's still two. Well, you can go but for the one that I punched. It's the one that's like, well, you could, you you sort of can, but they seem <laughs> to be sort of phasing in and out of each other. Okay. It's, it's one of them in like an idle animation. Yeah. The other one's just there, like oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, and now we come to Tenebris. Okay, so I don't actually know for sure which one's which. Okay, that's fine. I can cope. I can cope. Everything's fine. Um, in that case, since I don't know for sure whether it's going to be them or not, I won't use the high, uh, overly high level thing. I'll. Uh, Oh, what should I do? What's better? I don't know. Um, I'll ray of sickness them. No, I won't. I'll dissonant, dissonant whispers them. Can I dissonant whispers them? Uh, yeah, can they make... Uh, so I'm going to pick one, first of all, and see if I get the right one. Uh, so you have to roll... Do, so is it an attack? Do no, then they, and then they have to make a wisdom saving throw. Um, so if you're not rolling an attack, this doesn't yeah. this effect doesn't cause it. Oh, but I okay. It's I, I, let, it's, let me just take that. It's still I'm still targeting a specific creature though. Yeah, I but if you, but to... if it's not an attack roll oh. to target, if you're not like oh. aiming at it, then it doesn't okay. like you can reach out to their mind and find it, but and you're not uh... this thing if, doesn't affect that. Oh, okay, wait, let me let me just double check what I was gonna do. Whether that would also apply then at a creature that you can see with a saving throw would that so that's still the same if, if you are rolling an attack yeah, you have okay. to, if then it counts if not then it doesn't okay great okay in that case i am going to reach oh, out um sorry before you go yeah before you go yeah. um you uriel <laughs> uriel yes when you hit something that in the in the in the um the middle of all the monkey business uh, yes <laughs> in the heat of the moment you didn't you didn't quite realize right but as you were hitting um your fists as they came close you felt the icy cold of the void an incredible freezing temperature that crept up your arm almost freezing the blood within your skin no and for the first skin. strike you take Mm -hmm. 10 points of cold damage. Ow! And for the second strike, you take another 10 points of cold damage. Ooh, that might change That's... what I do. Yep, infinity! You look, you look really hurt, right? Uh, oh god, and there's no way I could save that. I'm just I'm looking for monk things yeah, no, now. Mean, if you look weird, it's fine. I can do it. Uh, fine, I've got 20 points of damage total. I'm pretty sure that my previous monk, because I'm a monk dwarf now whereas before it was a hill dwarf i think hill dwarfs might have had resistance to cold damage no <laughs> there was something different with them uh they have more constitution i thought that they had, uh, they had resistance. Hit points oh, okay but no, i don't i don't have it now look, at, I look it did before so tenebris what are you yep. gonna do oh i'm going to psychic lance psychically the <laughs> ditched man Psychically lancing the psychic. I mean, what, does, psychic what does that look like? <laughs> um, it's it. It's supposed to look like a lance of psychic power from my forehead. So I'm just gonna say that all of the friends, like between me and them, 
just sort of light up in a Mexican wave, just sort of ignoring the barrier. Having <laughs> <laughs> a Mexican wave. Um, and then, like, the, finally, with a sort of little burst of light around uh, their head, and they have to make an intelligence saving throw. DC 17. Um, and and what is the, uh, what, what's the effect of the spell? Oh, um, psychic damage. And, and potentially being incapacitated. Is anyone else starting to feel a little bit bad for waving on these people? You're the stitch, the stitch, stitch man. man. Yeah. You, you reach out and you feel for the mind of this creature that you wish to pinion. You Is send out a force <clears throat> as you hit what you thought would be a living mind full of thoughts and feelings and emotions, you hit nothing. From what you can feel, there's nothing there. A blankness, an emptiness on the mind of this individual and your psychic glance <laughs> dissipates and shatters into nothingness. Oh no. Oh no! All my spells are psychic spells, so that's a problem. If it's, I think it's because they're an avatar, Go for the right? chair! They're not really here. <laughs> Sorry, this is now WWE's dog. Oh, Go I for the chair! Really high, high level spell on that, um, and that was definitely not because it was the mirror image, right? That was like I no, could tell. This the was something else. This oh, is something else. So bad. Um, okay, but just great. To be, just to be clear, like yes. you know, you've talked to this person, right? Yeah, like, yeah. You can see that they are a functioning individual yeah. and everything. But when you reached out to do that to their mind, you just got nothing. So. The the uh, Blurry Tenebris is going to go. Um, and they ah, are gonna, of course. Yeah. They are going to um, make another hit against the last strands of that big cable that are still just about attached, right? All right, roll to hit. Yeah. Uh, 13. So the, something about the, what you've just done has thrown them off and they sweep wide <laughs> their claws ricketing off the other metal parts of um, this contraption one last Miss. attempt come on no, no that was eight I can't Shh. the no, threatening no. this aberrant tenebris doesn't appear to sort of seems to be suffering in some way and can't quite target this thing and um that's it that's your turn so infinity mm -hmm. we come to you oh okay um i look Ow! and see uriel looking pr pretty pretty bad uh but i can't get through that dropping field, nuts and bolts so here i will send up uh one of my drone a little little hatch opens in infinity's arm a little drone <laughs> flies up and like sits above uh everyone and i'm going to cast wither and bloom at third level um and so you invoke both death and life upon a 10 foot radius sphere centered on a point within range uh each creature of your choice in that area must make a constitution constitution saving throw or take damage um or half on a successful one and non-magical vegetation withers if there's any there anyway. um oh. in addition one creature of your choice can spend and roll uh, hit dice and regain number of hit points equal to the roll plus my spell casting modifier. I'm going to cast it at third level so you get two of your hit dice 
if you want them plus because plus five uh, plus plus seven whatever you roll so and two of my hit dice which are d8 and, and was there an effect on um the enemy characters yes so then i will target both of the um avatars uh so the one that's real and the invisible whatever the fake one just to make sure i get them um, this is not an attack roll that's correct no it's a constitution saving Fine. throw which so they disadvantage. have disadvantage on um, yep. and they how long does that effect last that hex oh i can double check for you um I think it's like 10 rounds. Uh, it is. Uh, casting time, duration, concentration, cons- up to one hour. It's, it's concentration. Ooh. Okay, so you Do took you six, more. you took 20, in yep. the lo- 20 hit point, uh, damage in the last turn, so you need to roll a, uh, your... It's a constitution save. Yeah, it's a constitution, yeah, exactly. A constitution um, save yeah, for you me. Need to get you, need half, to get- you need to get 10. Yeah. Can you add inspiration to it? Since it's a yes, you can, thing? yeah. But you used the inspiration. I used the inspiration. But I get my modifier, right? Um, I got yeah. a 14. Okay, so you're, you're fine. Yes, so the hex is still up. Um, and now uh, the stitched man needs to roll a constitution saving throw? Yeah. A disadvantage. Uh, it's 18 is the DC. And they fail. They take 12 so points of necrotic damage. Uh, and I can heal with two dice. Two, two of your hit dice plus seven. And that is that D... I'm just... Double check, D8. Yeah, D8. Uh, Your necrotic damage seems to have no effect on this strange creature. Does it at least get rid of one of the other? I've got fire. I've got burning damage. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Doesn't get rid of it either. Okay. Uh, So I hit. With the healing, it was that plus seven. Yes. With plus your spell casting modifier, Bates. What? Sorry. So Say that again. I got 14, and then it was that plus, plus 7. Your, so plus so 21. Yeah. 21. Um, and then I'm bonus action, I'm also going to healing word you. Um, just go, Uriel! And another little drone thing comes out of the drone and just, <laughs> like, injects some nanites into it's you. It's drones really all the way down. Drones all the way down. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to do that at second level. Where are my D4s? Sorry, it's not a huge amount. Two plus. Oh! Plus. Ali, plus I should have been doing extra damage nine. to them. Because of the hex. 14 yeah. points of healing. As oh, well. okay. How much? How much? Uh, ah, we'll stick but that on. it is an extra D6 necrotic damage. So yeah, so th- it doesn't th- do anything. It was not was not affecting. Um, you get nine extra points. No, more than that. What did I say? Shit. 14. 14. Yeah, 14, I've, I've yeah. added that now. Yeah. yeah thank okay. you very much. So That's we my come turn. to oh, the stitched man. Oh, can I? Can Infinity just try and run into the thing and see if she can go you through can. the barrier? You push forwards. Nothing stops you. You move oh. in. You move up to the stitched man. Where did you, where did you want to go? Oh, oh, um, I wasn't expecting to get through. Uh, uh, sorry. I will. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go up next to him and go. I've got lots more tricks, and that'll be my uh. turn. You just right up enough. I try to look at you, but they can't quite see you out the corner. I can't you move. Um, And so do I roll. So I'm assuming that um, the stitch man rolls at the end of their turn another constitution saving throw to escape this stun effect. No, I think it just just says you're stunned until the end of your next turn, is what it says. Until the end of Uriel's next turn. Uh, Yes, until the end of my next turn. Well, the, the, stuns in, it's I'm just, I'm insane. Just the wording is the target must succeed on a con, con saving throw or be stunned until the end of your next turn. 
But I believe that's the end of my so turn. In theory, you could just sit here punching this this person with something. Okay. And they could do nothing. That's, yep. That's, uh, that I'm going to be just be doing more damage to myself. But then he'll run out them. of key points. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it is an interesting dynamic, that. Yeah. Um, okay, well, then... <laughs> it, you can see... and, and They're putting so much force in trying to move that you can see them almost pulling apart the stitches that hold some of their flesh together they start to sort of pull away from each other the pieces of flesh mm. um and we come to Cybe. um Cybe will hold up uh This stream is also brought to you by Bards. Have you considered adding a Bard to your d, &D party? I love Bards. <laughs> you ever feel uninspired? Bards can help. Does your party have a certain lack of je ne sais quoi or fuckboyness? You can add a Bard. We now return to our regular programming. Move over to the chair. The chair, did you just say? No one likes that. No one he said move it. over to the chair. Yeah. Is that what he said? Yeah, Saib is moving to the chair. Oh, Saib is moving oh, to the right, chair. Okay. I thought he was like, it's the chair's turn. I was like, what's the chair? The chair's Look. And I have decided to join the fight. Dayla's brain makes great things. Yeah. She's you can there. see her examining it. Um, and then... Go Saib! Go Saib! No, don't uh, touch my friend. She turns back to you, Uriel, and says, um, <laughs> I read the barcode. I liked it. And you take uh, an inspiration dice. <laughs> Another um, inspiration dice. Nice. I made that barcode. <laughs> Infinity just yeah, from the from other, the other side. side. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. I don't want to say I'm kind of feeling jealous because she liked me the best and now she's flying with Uriel, but yeah, that's the reason but... I'm jealous too. That's what Infinity's <laughs> thinking. <laughs> we come now to the top of the next round and uh, everybody roll a perception check. Oh no! Oh, God, I've already seen good. it! Oh, God. Oh, fucking two! Eleven! Five! <laughs> Nine! Um, you're you're all so engrossed in what's happening. You take your eyes off it. Oh, it's it's nothing up there. Just oh, some the sort sky, of flashes yeah. of just just the ground approaching. We're just falling rapidly. to the ground. What could <laughs> yeah. you possibly notice? Yeah. Um, and so um, we come now again to Yuri. Okay. So, so your turn. What will you do? Uh. I still need to establish which one is like the real one, don't I? So there's one more left. Yeah, there's one more left. So yep, I'll go straight in with an old. I'm just gonna I'm gonna go for a speed bag approach of just punching as much as possible. So attack one of the ones. Okay. That is a sixteen to hit. Um, nothingness and right, the final image is gone. Uh, and in front of you stands the figure <coughs> trapped, stunned. Okay, so I will attack again uh, for the mm -hmm. second time with the same attack, attack action. That is a 17 to hit. Um, yep, that hits. Uh, uh, and go so... ahead and 
That is 1d6 plus 3. So that's 5 points of damage. Okay. Again, you catch them against the side of the head this time, but it's almost like there's a kind of, there's a wall or something incredibly hard just beneath the skin that is decreasing the amount of damage that you're doing. Okay. And then I will spend a key points to stunning strike them. Uh, okay, so they uh, have a disadvantage on that, correct? Yep. And lots of DC. Uh, 14. I'll use one of my cosmic omens to take uh, to take a D6 off as well. I said that with How great confidence. And I will. I will tell you. Yeah. Uh, one. A whole one points. Uriel, you hit. You go for those points again. You reach in. The ganglia, you tear it out this time. You feel them lock up. Okay. Okay. And now with the, so that's two hits. With the strike. with the bonus action, I'm going to spend two key points on burning hands. Um, so I can also add. So how many key points do I have left? Give me a second. So I currently have six key points. I need to spend two to do searing arc. Feel like there's not going to be a better time. I may as well plung as many into this as possible to do it at a higher level um, and do as much damage as possible. So the damage increases by 1d6 for each additional key point spent. Um, yeah, I know that, uh, you know, like, in th I want a stunning strike in future turns. But I oh, still no, no, don't worry. I, that wasn't what I was saying in the strategy chat. Don't mm. worry. I was I was doing a chant of stunning strike. Oh, like, right. I just saw on my phone. <laughs> stunning strike, stunning strike, stunning strike. <laughs> no, it was stunning strike, stunning, stunning strike, stunning strike. Um, so yeah, I'll spend um, four key points uh, mm -hmm. on doing burning hands. So each creature must take a, de a deck saving throw, please. Okay, so you uh, are... Uh, you're angling this towards the stitch. Yeah, so okay. not catching anyone oh, else. So they're stunned, so they automatically fail, fail that deck save. Cool. So um, I do 5d6 fire damage. Woo! All right. I'm on orc dice. Don't let me down. Actually, what am I doing? These are always terrible. Um, Think this through, Simon. <laughs> Alright. 5d6 coming up. It's not a terrible roll. Uh, that is 5... 14 points of uh, fire damage. 14 points. <laughs> the searing strike of the arc of electricity from your hands. And you can see that as it enters the sort of uh, layer of freezing cold around the stitched man, it loses some of its potency. It cools a little bit. Is that 15? Uh, uh... You rolled? Uh, 14 I think it was 14 okay good but it still it still impacts it still does some damage and it also ignites any flammable objects that aren't being worn or carried if there's anything <laughs> behind that can catch fire there, there is nothing behind them no. <laughs> okay. um, just empty space um, how many key points have you got left I've got two key points left two key points left right um, so with that we come any, anything else you want to do Uriel uh, nope, I don't think I can do anything else Tenebris, we come to you. Like, my character build is entirely psychic. Psychic powers. Like, I can't do not anything got, Have you got that um, sorcerer thing where you can change the type of damage you do? You know, that one. Um, however, I'm gonna... I'm gonna just take a little risk, but it's slightly experimental. 
Um, and I'm going to try and psychically lash out at the robot in the chair and basically try and figure out whether there's anything there yet or that might be there or whether it is literally just, a, shell. just a shell at the moment. Mm. With mind okay, love bullets! It. Yeah, so like, I'm going to so this... a, a... So is this a spell that you're using to do it or do you want to just sort of reach out for what you've got? Um, if you would allow... So I can't, I can't reach out with any spells... Like, yeah, mechanically I can't unless I use the spell, I don't think. But you are, you, you your character build is able to reach out to other people's minds in general. Yeah, yeah like te- telepathy. I could telepathically reach out. Okay, um, great. So roll me a, uh, um, we'll call it a charisma saving. Uh, char- roll me a charisma check. Straight charisma check. Uh, unless you want to no, straight charisma check. Nine. I'm not going to reach out with your mind to try and sense something, something of the, the essence of this being. Is it, you're, you're scanning it for all the kind of things that you know about life, and you can't quite pick up on it. I mean, you know that there's something going on there, but you can't pinpoint it. It was a really nice idea, though. Um, anything you want to do with your bonus section or movement? Can I try and go through the wall? Yep. You walk straight through. Ah! Ah! Okay. Um, Must have been a concentration um, thing, right? Or... Maybe, yeah. Oh, maybe. In that yeah. case, I'm going to run over to the cable and my creepy, blurry self. Um, but I don't think there's anything I can do as a bonus action. Uh, cross the chair from Saib, who, who his eyes flick up to you for a second, and between you passes a moment of uh, understanding. And now we come to the aberrant, your avatar, yeah. Yeah. the aberrant Tenebris, uh, who is going to uh, once again attack the cable. That's a fourteen in the first attempt. They swing, swing wide. Oh, that was a natural 20. Oh! Not. Aberrant Nebris, Aberrant Nebris, Aberrant Nebris. There you go. Taberrant? Taberrant. Abernebris? Abernebris. Abernebris. I'm going to get this d10. Should have done Chalice, not Archer. That's what I should have done. My wild shape. I could heal you all more. 23. Puts of damage. Oof! With a bloody cable. And you can hear from the sealed lips. Some noise. The backhand of these claws smash down on the last remaining pieces of this cable and their way through. Electricity arcs between the two ends. the smell of burning metal and singed plastic around you as you, your aberrant self has severed the cable of the chair. Um, I'm going to regret pointing this out, Ali, but do I need to take damage for having punched the... Yes, thank you very much for keeping, <laughs> keeping honest. It's very kind, keeping me honest. Um, yes, you do. Uh, you need to take... So you did two hits. Yeah. And you take 
20, another 20 points of cold yeah, damage. Yeah, let's do another con save as well. Just to oh, to keep maintain yep. it. Yeah, so 20 points of damage and a con. So you need to hit 10. That is a 12. Yep, yep. So your hex is still up. Oof. Uh, all right. So. With the power cord to the chair smashed. Tenebris, you immediately look over at the stitched man. Um, and you see ultimate rage behind their eyes. You see them shaking, trying as hard as they can to do something about this. Um, they are infuriated. Um, the infinite sky in the chair slumps forward with a kind of pathetic almost like a marionette that's been unplugged from its mainstream and hangs off the remaining um, wires and cables. Um, so the stitched man can do nothing. And isn't Infinity uh, Scope first? It is now. Oh, hang on. Infinity. Of course. Sorry. Yes, Infinity. Thanks. It's not going to be the best turn. Sorry, everyone. I'm going to run over to the robot. Um, and can I like catch it as it's slumping? Oh. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I just want to try and see if there's anything like medicine check, whatever you want me to do, just to see if there's like any infinite sky in there. Ooh. <laughs> what do you mean by <gasps> infinite sky? I want I want to know if I can connect to like if there is <sighs> I had the dream where I was feeling like I was feeling things as a robot arriving on the planet and I'm assuming that that Infinity is assuming that that was Funny Kai who had somehow maybe possessed an infinite sky or like somehow corrupted an infinite sky. I want to know if the original, what I assume is the original Infinite Sky, who would never be corrupted like that, is in there. So this was your fellow Infinite Sky robot. M.M. Literally the one after me. Your sibling. Okay. Roll an insight check. 24. 24. You take hold of the head of this robot. It's partially shattered inwards. Um, Like, so one side of the head and the skull and the eye is completely dented and bent inwards. But the eye is still just a very faint blue light behind it. (laughs) You allow yourself to connect at a, at a surface level with this robot. Reaching in, you can see that the hardware remains very similar to yours. Its body appears to be that of an infinite sky, but every part of the software, the mind, has been wiped. It is completely gone. And living 
within that circuitry is another kind of information. And with a 24 insight, you get the sense that this, this machine is not a living entity anymore. It doesn't house a mind, but it does house a soul. You get the feeling that this is some kind of storage mechanism. It has been turned into something to hold the soul of something. And that thing is not you, but it's nothing like any infinite sky. What have they done to you? That's my turn. I don't do anything else. Bonus action. Everyone's looking okay health-wise, right? Yeah. Okay, I'll, um, the drone, I'll say it's still flying around. Another little drone comes down for Uriel. You get, you can have a, you can have a bonus action. Care package in bow. Yeah. Oh, that's four. That's a three. Oh, that's quite a lot. Actually, you get 12 points. There you go. Hey, 12, 12. Helios, thank you very much. I'm over half! She almost, like, doesn't think about it. She just sort of, like, flicks her hand and another drone comes down. You just see Uriel in soft focus in the background. She's like, like, oh, folks! <laughs> the stitched man uh, totally filled with rage now, fighting against the bonds that you've placed on them, Uriel, can do nothing. And so we come to Sibe's turn. Sibe, 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 well, we can't do anything. I'm just hoping that Zyve can do something. Well, you're doing all the work here right you're now. Don't my don't fists that. are frozen! <laughs> I'm healing you. Um, I'm trending downwards. <laughs> okay. I also, you know, I can only do this for two more Give turns. A bigger heal next time. Um, how, how is everybody looking? I'm great. Pretty attractive, may I say so myself. I look I'm feeling myself. fucking phenomenal. Oh, in the game. Oh, uh, I'm over half. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm well okay. over half. I'm nearly. Yeah, I'm over half. Nearly, well, I'm four, three, um, five, six. Okay, she will. She will turn to you, Yuri, and say, "How long can you keep him under?" Uh, about twelve more seconds. <laughs> no, that's not long enough. I just ramble. I can do nothing. I can do nothing. This is the worst. That's a just punch um, <laughs> over and over again. Punch. <laughs> running out. <laughs> to do. Got okay, uh, and then she will turn to you, Tenebris. Listen to me. Tell me. I... I have a bad feeling about this contraption. And this machine is meant... Something doesn't fit. This machine has been designed to inject something. I believe some form of consciousness into something. But I do not know what makes me very, very worried. Do you have any idea what it could be? But I thought it was, I thought it was into the robot, the infinite sky, the, the robot there. There is, there is a, another creature and it wants to get back into its robot body. That's why the robot is in the chair. Uh, and now we've broken the chair so, so it can't get here, right? Fuck girl, just think, will you? 
You would, why would you build such an elaborate piece of equipment to, to bring something back into the body of this robot? Look down, look up, see that? What is that for? Where are we headed? And that will end her go. We have another clue, please, Sype. Um, <laughs> mm. So, the fifth round. At this point, you realize as <laughs> the space elevator has fallen roughly half the way towards the surface. Oh, but we're still accelerating, the... so the second half's going to take less time. <laughs> Nope, Ali might not have thought of that. <laughs> everybody, everybody roll another perception check. For Don't God's sake! Don't fuck me. Seven. Kind of fuck me. Fifteen. Come on, Snapple. Um, two. Twenty-one. Yes! Can I ask a question as well? What? while I'm looking up, because yep. I, am, I am looking up. Is the space elevator still going straight down towards the base of the space elevator, or have we moved? The space elevator is no longer attached to its core. Yes, I know, but like... But we are headed towards the centre oh. of Gunker still. Okay, we haven't, yeah. we haven't moved. Okay, no. So, Infinity and Tenebris. Uriel, first off, um, you're still a little bit flustered after Saib telling you that about the barcode, so you've your mind's wandered a little bit. He's not um, flustered, he doesn't have emotions. <laughs> it's it's weird. I don't know. Like, There's a subroutine that's just trying to work out what she meant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Processing yeah, exactly. going through, yeah. Uh, Infinity, you look up and you see um with all the uh, fog and mist burnt off the centre of Gunker, the bright white light that was coming from it you now see that the earth is beginning to crack. Sharp cracks are appearing with underneath, and you see that buildings have started to slide into these cracks in the earth itself. Oh, and yeah. the bright white light is emanating from these cracks. Tenebris, you see the same thing, but you see something else. In the very side of your vision, you see shadows, huge shadows coming over into the side of what you can see, just the very edge. They cast these dark, dark shadows over the planet itself, and the shadows are many, many, many miles long. Ah. Um, but you just catch a glimpse of it. This darkness entering your field of vision. And now, infinity. A as Hello. you... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we're trying to communicate to each other through mine. I'm not <laughs> arguing what we think it is. No, infinity. I don't think it's this. No, I don't think it is. <laughs> You are knelt, cradling the forehead of this infinite sky held to yours. In this moment, you have completely released yourself to try and understand 
something about your past. Who were these things that brought you here? And in this point, your vision begins to flicker. No, no, no. You suddenly start seeing images. Images of a huge ocean. Images of strange creatures under the sea. You see faces flashing of animals, of creatures. You see the vast range of the Mukinshi Mountains and you see outwards into space itself, into the stars that you surround and you hear in your mind, I wake. Daughter. Is it clear what did you did you get all of that? <laughs> Heard the words. I wake daughter. To join me. Join me. Boy. Um and we come to Uriel's turn. God. Now looking casting my eyes around the room. <laughs> Read the room. <laughs> Are there anything like, I don't know, an open window? <laughs> <laughs> uh, make a. Okay, well, let, let's just be, let's let's think about this for a second. So, what is exactly are you looking for? Because it would be not like a sash window. <laughs> no, 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 I am looking for. Is there anywhere in this room where, if I were to pick up the Stitch Man, I could just throw them out of the space <laughs> elevator? <laughs> Yeet. Why let my fists take all the damage when the ground can do all the work? Yeah. Um, I'm just going to say instantly, like, that probably is not possible because the, okay. above you, the ceiling is. Also, we're you know, going down. Feet. So if you threw them, they just come straight yeah, back. Yeah, you throw them to the side. <laughs> you, you throw them off to that angle. It just. But there's there's nothing to the, the side to, to throw. Unless you were to uh... exit, you, you might be able to get out through the kind of plate glass maybe and then it. from there work out a way of of doing that um but there's there's no obvious like yeet spot can't really consider no that we're plummeting spot. towards the ground and we're all gonna die instantly if we don't do anything i just hadn't i was like that's a problem for later but it, it's increasingly <laughs> becoming a problem for now right okay um did feel like a later problem and suddenly yeah, it's it's suddenly is later yeah, yeah. Um... <laughs> rapidly approaches yeah okay I've got a um okay the chair is completely busted. Ah, uh, but like... Are there any terminals nearby? Can't think, I can't believe I didn't think to ask this before, to be honest. Um, what kind of terminals what, are you though, They'd be for the space elevator, which is not functional. What would, do we know that it's not functional? Do we know that it has been programmed it's, to do this? It's detached. It's supposed to be on, like, this is not what Space Elevator The cords have snapped, right? It's like... Yeah, the, the Space oh, Elevator okay, is no right. longer it's going down, it's normal. Right, okay. Um, yeah, so you, you, it's not that you can reverse it. Um, we gotta get out. We've gotta get out, but we've gotta... Do, you, do either of you have anything that would stop uh, Stitchman from moving for more than one turn? Okay. What I'm from moving, I can't stop him from doing anything. Well, what if what if I 
But if we were to get out, because I could stunning strike him and then Misty Step. Uh, unfortunately, I think we also have to do something about this giant obsidian needle. Yeah. I might have something for it, but it's a big long shot. Well, we we don't we can't afford to have the Stitch Man doing anything really. So I feel like I have to put. <laughs> It's nothing personal, Stitchman, except it absolutely I've is. Got but I, to punch. I do need to punch you in the face. Again. Um. Because that. Yeah, okay. Let's say that I do that, and then that means that it's. Uh, the rest of it is now your two and Sybe's problems. Um. <laughs> so. I will punch. I'll punch him in the face once again. This is. It's been going so much better now because I've got two metal arms. I've lost the organic one that's like. It was like holding me back before. Um, so I'll give him the old one too. First one is a synthetic twenty. Uh, yep, that that hits. And that does, well, it would do six points of damage. All right. And I'll spend Good, a key. Po I'll spend a key points to do stunning strike. So I'm on one right. left. Uh, yep, and uh, they fail. So you reach out and this time you just go for the throat. So you go in, fingers go up and then you just force them straight up to uh, a number that you know exists on the side of the medulla and using your fingernail, the only part that you can actually touch, you pull out a tiny little cord of nerve. Oh, uh, that's made right, feel. Next move. Or nay. Um, and how much damage do I... Oh, uh... Do I want to punch you twice? This is the thing. Oh, yeah. Sorry. You're right. And you take um, 12 points of cold damage. I'm not sure I do want to punch you twice, actually. Um, um, can I double check? I have the artifact, don't I? We think so. Because I transmitted the things, but I never carry it. So Cause, probably would have given uh, it back to you. I had it the, with... art the artifact is attached to you, Uriel. Yeah. yeah. Um, to and give we... you those extra key points. Oh, did I have extra key points to begin with? How many have you been working with? Because naturally you'd have nine. Yeah, I think I started with nine, so I think... I... You should have three. Three extra ones. You got another three. Oh, okay, so I've got another two. I beg your pardon. So, oh... Okay, right. Um, And then... Maybe not. Shot me doing the same stretch. <laughs> Maybe not. Tense. Searing arc strike because I feel like that's just gonna burn yeah, loads of key points. Yeah. I would... Ah. Okay. What I can do is for one key point, I can do radiant sunbolt twice. Um, which is the cannon on on Uriel's arm, so it's not gonna do damage mm. back to me at least. Mm. And that's that's, that's, that's nice. good. That's good. That's good. <laughs> yeah, I like, like that. that. Like that, big fan, big fan. And that's radiant damage. So I, I spend a key point, so I'm now down to two. Uh, confirm that. And uh, I roll... It's a special ranged attack that uses my dex modifier. So that is a 16... No, 15, I beg your pardon, to hit. For the first one. 15, yes, that hits. Uh, and that is 1d6 plus 3. So that first one does 7 points of damage. Uh, sorry, and this is... Uh, radiant. This is radiant damage now. 7 points of damage. 
Uh, so, uh, describe to me so what it is. It, it, so this it is this is Uriel's. Is like a... He's punched, and then I feel like with the other arm, it's. Have you seen Pacific Rim? Oh yeah. With the oh, plasma cannon rip. falling, uh, forming from the other, so he's punched once and just blasting at short range with his um other. So other you didn't arm. like whatever sound effects you did there. It oh, did it just went. completely cut? Out? Yeah. <laughs> so, so, and that's seven points of damage. That was seven points on the first one. Yeah. You feel like this cuts through the flesh. Oh, okay. Real impact on this one. And then the second attack is a. I think I might spend my inspiration dice on that one. Because um, I don't think that's going to be enough otherwise. And if this is radiant, I feel like this is a good chance to do some damage. Yeah. So that is a uh, 15, uh, 19 to hit. So again, you hit and these short range bursts of plasma. And that is another five points of damage. And that is catching them just below the groin, digging into the... Uh, their calf muscle, not their calf, their thigh muscle. We're taking a step um, back was... and just hosing them down. With... I'm just trying all the, I'm trying all the different types of damage. Was it six points or five points? Uh, what did I roll then? I think that was five points on that second one. Yeah. Sorry if okay, I got that great. wrong, chat. Um, great, great. Uh, have you done your bonus action yet? That was my bonus action, I'm pretty sure. To add the radiant damage? Yes, so that's one key point to make a special attack twice as a bonus action. Excellent. Okay. Brilliant. Any movement? Um, no, because I want to stay close to them so I can keep punching them. So, like so he's not stunned Perfect. now, No, no, right? he, he is. You re-stunned him? I did stunning strike first. Oh, right, I missed it. Yeah. Um, oh, and I'll need to take. Uh, I need to do a con save to keep the hex going, don't I? Um, uh, you, you will once I do those. Once I roll you that second point of damage. Hang on. Second point of damage. Second, sorry, one. second. Because I only no, punched once. I punched oh, once so to stun, and then I did the because it's a ranged attack. Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. Clever, clever, side. So it was, I took twenty points. No, you did twelve, I think. No, you took twelve last time. So it's still 10. I think it's still so it's still a DC 10. of 10. Okay. That is a 12 again. <laughs> All that extra necrotic damage has been really useful. I would have done so many, so much more damage in theory if they didn't have resistance to it. Like it would have been. Hang on, I'm just curious. If you didn't have resistance to necrotic, I think that's another... I want to say like another 8d6 or 9d6. I've got 9 in my hand. So the seven damage that you did. Yeah, okay. Um, so let's continue. I would have done another 34 um, points of damage. Tenebris, we come to you. Uh, you you are acutely aware that you're becoming closer and closer to the planet's surface um and saib has said to you what is what is happening um and you are also aware mm, roll me an roll me a an in no i'm gonna say because you are acutely uh, sensitive to psychic activity 
you feel another presence in this chamber, one that you cannot see, but a mind of incredible size and ancientness. And it is here. And yeah, you, you, it's here for a reason, you feel. I will say too, I will just, just because I'm just like thinking and Saiba asked me, I will say they, they don't just want to come here, they want to open a gate. They want to open a gate to the celestial place, the gods, the titans, they want to open something, like the wall was a gate and they have to open it, right? And I'm going, then I'm going to look around this chamber and I'm going to try and speak to this mind telepathically. Hmm. And I'm, uh, yeah. I'm just going to sort of put that out there through the colony and, and say like, who are you? What? What is happening? And how do we stop it? The colony reaches out into the darkness. Stop. No. Become. Yes. Wake up. And for a second, you two are bombarded with images from across the planet of Gunka, flying things in the sky, and you get, you are suddenly placed in a flock of huge birds spiraling up in a massive swarm towards, looking upwards towards a shape barreling towards the surface of Gunka, and you're out. Anything you want to do with the bonus action? Very quick. Talking. <laughs> um, I'm going to say... Okay. I'm going to say infinity is, is the planet alive. I don't think it's the planet. And... Excellent. And, and also, your aberration has been doing kind of nothing this whole time. Do you want it to do anything? Oh. Um... Could it give me a hand? Yes, it can get. I would like. I'm just I, over I'm here just treating gonna, this guy like a punch like, bag at this yes, point. Uriel's <laughs> got this. <laughs> ba, 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 yeah, yeah, again, in soft focus in the background, just see me clocking. <laughs> 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 yeah, I will, I will. Don't worry, guys, I've got this. Our minds are being infiltrated, Uriel, please. <laughs> I will remember them and be like, oh, ah, uh, I have And they will make a couple of attacks on the stitched man with their claws, yeah? Yeah. And they... Um. 11? Uh, uh, the stun, you get advantage, remember? Oh. I've been uh, getting, I should have been getting advantage this whole time. Yes, you should. Eek. You should have. Uh, Not on. Yes. Oh, yeah, even on ranged, actually. Yeah. 
But you hit anyway, right? No, but I've spent the inspiration to make sure I hit. Oh, yeah. The, uh, the, um, claws rake out across the flesh. That's, uh, physical, right? It's slashing damage. And, um, yeah, how much, yes. how much damage did you do? 13 slashing. 13 slashing. But the claws, they rake across, and there's some sort of, like, hardened chitinous surface underneath. Um, and you do do damage, but not as much as you were expecting. Oh, well, Still, I'll, it's all I'll counting. They're looking, anyway. they're starting to look a bit rough. They're coming apart at the seams. You can see bits of connective tissue forcing its way out from the stitching. Next, next attack is 22 to hit, and that's um, 12 points of damage. Uh, yeah, 12 points of damage. Um, again, the, the claw, the other claws come back, try and grab at the side of their face, pulling at the ear, tearing through the outer flesh uh, and raking across the side of the face. Again, doing damage, but not as much as you'd hoped. All done? Yeah. Thank you. Infinity. Hmm. Oh, I don't know what to do. Um, I want to try and push that voice out of my mind and going to try calling out to the forest and i don't know uh, if this is stupid or not um and just say you're in danger we're all in danger please i need your help and maybe forest, maybe satellites, maybe a little bit of just help, friends. Ha, is there any particular spell that you want to cast? Oh, I got one. <laughs> I haven't really got one that feasibly makes sense. Um, no, I haven't really got anything. I can just leave that's it okay. if you don't. Yeah. Uh, no, that's okay. You, no, still, you still go for it. Just would like yeah, change. Yeah, no, that, I, I uh, can't do any anything helpful. I don't think. You. Uh, concentrating, still holding the head uh, of this robot to yours um, with this strange voice in your mind you reach out to the forest the one thing that you trusted and you reach out and you ask please, help me and you hear back you know me the forest is me. The same voice. Ah! Oh no! That's oh, not no. what we were expecting. Okay. Now that you say it, it is quite a similar voice. And then the voice. You also hear. Do not fear. We are blood. Let I don't have any blood. Um, can I make an insight check as to whether I think yes. they're a friendly, yes. friendly voice? Yeah, because it could just be a scary voice that actually does really want to help. You know? All right. Yeah, definitely. Roll an insight check. I'm just not doing anything on my turns. That's a twenty-four again. Yes, good dice. You stay. Right, so you are trying to work out if this thing is... Harm or heal for the planet, me, my friends, everything. Like You sense that this, whatever it is, 
is a being of immense power. Sure. You sense within it love for you, Infinity. That's nice. You also sense familiarity that you know this. You have met, it seems, in some way. But you also sense on a 24, there is fear. There is anger. But not directed at you. Okay. I'll let it back in to my mind. You gonna let that and sink in? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do. Give me yeah. one second. I just gotta. I just no, that's gotta fine. Give me a second. The stream is also sponsored by potentially malevolent deities. <laughs> no, maybe the forest is being summoned yeah. by what's happening. Maybe the forest is waking up in order to stop it. Oh, like Avatar. Yeah. I haven't seen that. Yeah. It's fear and anger. It's directed at something, but not me. Whatever's happening right now, like maybe it's responding. It's not being... Oh, it better not be that one time good. I peed on a tree. Oh, God. This uh, is going to be very knows. awkward. <laughs> it's, a, it's like a victimless crime. It's like punching someone in the dark. If you'll let me ask one more question in my turn, I'll use everything for it. If you can hear us, Ali. Wait. We're getting the Ouija board out. <laughs> Ali, can you Tech hear issues. us? I hear you. I'm with you. Um, I will ask... Oh, I had a really good question. I've just forgotten it. Oh my god! Ah, uh, oh, it's so stressful. Um, what do you need? Good, good. Do not let them take me. Right, them being the big needle going downwards. On it! <laughs> That's, I assume, all of my turn. Yep. And a good one. Um, you feel, uh, you see uh, the body shivering in rage and anguish now of the stitched man in front of you, Uriel, trying desperately to free themselves from what you've done to them, but they can't. They are stuck. Uh, how how bad do they look now? I mean, you said they look messed up, but... They look pretty bad. Like, they are... You know, they're not they're not on their last legs, but, you know, you, they, you wouldn't want them to accept a pizza delivery for you. Um, <laughs> so, now we come to Saib. Saib looks at you, Infinity. Um, and then she is going to cast Detect Thoughts. So, you need to make a Wisdom Stable. Yeah. Oh, feck! Yeah. Oh, shit's going down now. Uh, oh, feck it out. Crap, crap, oh, crap. crap. Not gonna, oh, I don't, oh. Natural 20! Get out of my <laughs> head! Get out of my head, Charles! Oh, this bitch! So you succeed in forcing the consciousness of Saib away from you, even as the tiny um, 
metallic mites attach themselves to the crowns of your forehead. However, she does see your surface thoughts. And she, you realize that she knows you are talking to something, something huge. But that's it. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, uh, SpaghettiOs. <laughs> <laughs> that's bad. She gonna kill me. Oh, fuck. I probably should have let her in. That would have been probably better long run. Oh, well. Oh, well. <laughs> and everyone roll in perception. Ah, come on. This dice ah. is... Okay. Okay. 14. That's the highest nine. yet from Uriel. 16. Seven. Uh, Uriel oh, and <laughs> Tenebris, you are both are locked in your individual battles. But you, Infinity, with everything you've just heard, with the experiences you've just had, something tells you to look up and you see shadows, long, tendril-like shadows over the surface of Braxigantu, entering from the sides of the window of the vision as the swarm of flying creatures gets closer and closer and we'll call it there. Oh gosh. Okay. Right. We're gosh. gonna wrap up very quickly. Uh, today, after all that, um, thank you so much, uh, everyone. Uh, fantastic, fantastic work. That was uh, our finale, episode 40 of our finale, part, part one. Everyone, remember what you're wearing. Wear exactly the same thing next week. <laughs> no, 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 because we're going into our lovely... Uh, we're going to have Oh, yeah, we are. Are we going to have something? Yeah, I think we should. Are we going to dress up? Sure. Champagne. I think we have to. Let's, sure, okay, let's, okay, let's okay, dress okay. up just for the last part. Don't make it seem too celebratory. Otherwise, that's clearly just tempting fate. You, we're just we're like celebrating the final occasion. Yeah, rather yeah. Than yeah. Success. Black tie, yeah. Alice. Have you got, have you got your black tie with you? And then when we all die, at least we'll have champagne. Right. Prosecco, let's be fair. It's very good in the campaign. Sorry, I, 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 I just want to wrap us up. Um, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to go into uh, great detail other than to say thank you for watching. Um, follow us on all the places that we can be followed at RP Geeks D and D. And whatever you do, do not miss next week's finale. If you can, um, join us live on Twitch for the aforementioned sense of occasion. Um, wait, what date is it? It's the... It will be 23rd the 23rd yeah. of Just January. like the space elevator won't miss the planet, make sure you don't miss the last <laughs> part of the campaign. At 7pm GMT. Um, dress up, get a drink, send photos of yourself to us <laughs> in your finery ready for the grand finale. Please do. Uh, thank you all for sticking with us and watching our potential imminent fast-approaching Doom. Doom. See you. Doom. Next time. Bye, Bye everyone. Goodbye. Bye. Doom.